Hello everybody and welcome back to Expression FM Sport. My name is Michael Sclover and I'll be joined by Alex Greger for this exciting thriller at St. James Park. Exeter City host Bristol Rovers in their fifth home game this season, hoping to maintain a decent record against the gas from last season's League 2 campaign. Exeter City home ground has sold out for the first time in League One, which really springs no surprises given the return of students to Devon's capital, but also the fantastic form and momentum that Matt Taylor's men gained last week. The stage is set beautifully at the park today with weather conditions favouring a spectacular clash and the game will hopefully reach the expectations. Since we brought you coverage of Exeter City's disappointing defeat to Rock Bottom Burton Albion here at SGP, the Grecians appear to be a well-improved side in the next league fixture as they returned with all three points from the new Lawn Stadium away at Naysworth. An emphatic 4-0 victory against last year's League 2 winners Forest Green Rovers allowed Exeter City to overturn an unfortunate run of form and climb up the league table. Exeter City were able to dominate the game, sending the away end into ecstasy. The triumph came as a result of a spectacular performance by Giovanni Brown, who managed to get a hat-trick against his former club, but also a goal from Sam Nombe. While mentioning the former, it has to be said, the Jamaican international is in spectacular form and will definitely lead the line for the Grecians today. Exeter City will now be playing nine games in the next 30 days, meaning the reasonably small squad of the Grecians will be tested. Nevertheless, an eight-day break between today's match and the game against Forest Green definitely assisted the team, allowing Matt Taylor's men to prepare for today, both physically and mentally. As for Exeter City's today's opponent, Bristol Rovers, their season is certainly not going the way their fans would have wanted. After an astonishing final day victory against Contart back in May that saw them promoted right back to League One, Bristol Rovers were able to carry the momentum into the new year and achieved six points in their first three games. Since then, however, things did go downhill for Joey Barton's men as they failed to win a league game since then. As a clear indication of a bad form, a defeat to Accrington Stanley saw the gas fall down to 21st position straight into relegation contention. On paper, Exeter do seem hot favourites for today's clash. However, the defeats to Cheltenham and Burton at home earlier this season may cause concern among the supporters ahead of today. Exeter do need to be careful to ensure a victory is secured. Today, at a packed-out, rocking SGP, I'm joined by Alex Greger. I'm delighted to be here this afternoon. What an atmosphere, Alex, and a massively important game as well. Can the emotionally uplifted Exeter side appear victorious against yet another fellow promoter team? Yeah, thanks very much, Michael. I am delighted to be here, to be fair. It's absolutely rocky, is it, so far? You mentioned it's a sellout for the first time this season, and it really feels that the big bank is full to the rafters. Great away spot as well from Bristol Rovers. You've got to commend that. And I do think Exeter are favourites this game. Bristol are really struggling of late. Only won twice this year, not since beat Oxford in August that they won the match. But not only that, they've not beat Exeter since 2016 either. Things are going to go for the Grecians today. After back-to-back 4-0 wins over oppositions, it's hard to look past the Grecians today. Yeah, thank you, Alex. But bringing you the team news, and Exeter City went for their usual 3-5-1-2 formation, keeping the exact same squad from the win against Forest Green. In goal, it's Jamal Blackman, number 18. At the back, Pierce Sweeney plays with Josh Key and Alex Hartridge. Wing-backs are Jake Caprice and... Jack Sparks. In midfield, it is Rakeem Harper and Archie Collins in front of them in the camp positions. The most effective player in the league with 10 goal involvements this season is Giovanni Brown. And up front, Sam Nombe partners Jay Stansfield. 
on the bench. It is Scott Brown, Matt Jay, Harry Smith, Kex Choke, Sonny Cox and Pedro Borges. Bristol Rovers have gone for the same formation. In goal, it's James Belshaw. At the back, it is Bobby Thomas, partnered with Lewis Gordon and Luca Hall at, at, at centre-back. Wing-backs are Jordan Rossiter and Luke McCormick. In the middle, Anthony Evans starts with Sam Finley, with Aaron Collins in front of them, Ryan Loft and John Marquis up front. On the bench for Bristol Rovers tonight is Ansi Jacola, Alfie Kilger, Sylvester Jasper, Paul Colts, Trevor Clarke, Harvey Sanders and Glean Whelan. A lot of injuries for both sides, with Exeter missing Dieng Stubbs, Carton Diabati, but also injuries for Bristol Rovers. Exeter City managed by Matt Taylor and Bristol Rovers managed by Joey Barton. The referee for today, Declan Vaughan, Adam Ricketts and Kevin Morris, his assistants, and the fourth official, Oliver Bickle. As I mentioned, Alex, a lot of injuries from both sides today. Exeter City missing Dieng, Stubbs, Diabato, who have all been key players for them. How much do you think this will affect the team today? I mean, some names on there more than others. Tim Dieng's be a massive loss for Exeter today. We know how influential he, influential he is in that midfield. So the big losses, but Bristol is players as well. It's part and parcel of the game, we know that. You're going to lose players across the season. It's just how you adapt and deal with that. I think Exeter's got the depth to do so. Well, absolutely. Let's hope for a great game here today. The teams are about to enter the pitch here at St. James Park. You're listening to Expression FM Sport. Well, here come the teams. What an atmosphere. Absolutely electric. I'm anticipating an amazing game, Alex. Yeah, it's bound to be. As you said, the stadium's absolutely rocking here. Both teams seem well up for it. Both of the fans seem well up for a good thing on today. I can't wait for it in the, in the Devon sunshine. Yeah, absolutely. Great weather as well, as you said. Bristol Rovers playing in white and blue. Exeter City playing in the red and white traditional home kit. Once again, players take the knee, showing that there will be no room for racism in football or in society. Referee blows his whistle and Giovanni Brown gets us underway. Long ball from Exeter straight away. Pierce Sweeney collecting in midfield. And the first offside of the game for Bristol Rovers. Pierce Sweeney now. Back to Sparks. The attack commences. Great feet work by Jack Sparks who wins a free kick for Exeter City. Very poor challenge there by... Bristol defender. Yeah, one thing with the Exeter so far, we're only two minutes in, but they're lacking a little bit of width. A couple of times now, Jack Sparks, who can play the ball down the line to an attacking runner, there's no one quite there for him, so he has to go do it alone. So far, it's paid off when he gets thrown now a free kick. But Exeter's got to be careful. They need to keep the width that wide. Giovanni Brown, we know we can whip across in from those wide areas. Perhaps we have to bring him and maybe stand for that wide a little bit more. Well, absolutely, and Giovanni Brown is going to take the free kick, as it seems. A lot of players in the box for Exeter City. Only Josh Key remains at the back. And Giovanni Brown, right hand up, left-footed, crossing the box. Nombe, and a great chance for Exeter City. Nombe can quite, cannot quite get the connection. Tidia, a first chance of the game for Exeter with that free kick? Yeah, it was a nice ball in the end from Giovanni Brown, to be fair. It was Sam Nombe, I think, back post, flicking it on, and Alex Hartridge just behind the centre-back. Couldn't quite get a proper boot to it. Half chance, about to say, for Exeter. 
but have been very much the better side so far in the opening five minutes. Ball with Bristol Rovers now. On to Anthony Evans. And great battling by Jack Sparks. And a missed time challenge by Anthony Evans, who really lost that ball away to Jack Sparks. Maybe a yellow card from the referee. That's just what I was thinking. Jack Sparks caught in possession. Seems to have been going away. And as you said, the referee pulled out the card and awards for Anthony Evans. Right decision from the referee. Jack Sparks seems to be wearing the left flank. With Josh Keane again. Very sloppy in possession though. A lazy pass and Aaron Collins intercepts for Bristol Rovers. On the move now, beats his man, shoots. And a great effort there by Aaron Collins, just wide of the left post of Jamal's Blackman's goal. A great chance for Bristol there. Very lazy though from Josh Key. Archie Collins showing why he's Bristol's key player by a long way there. Good reading of the game. And then as real as just to be able to get the chance, get the shot away. And it's just wide, but I think Blackwood should have had, or at least should have had it covered the whole way. Once for Jerani Brown to put a ball into the box. Loads of options. Right hand up, left footed. Comes in in search of Pierre Sweeney, who heads it down, but blocked by the defence. And a chance for a counter attack, but well played by Pierre Sweeney. And that's a, seems like a handball to me by Ryan Lopp, but the referee ignores that. Instead, he's going to give a free kick in favour of the away side. I mean, that's the right decision about a free kick. Handball is questionable. Loud chance throughout the stadium by the, the City fans. I thought it was personally, but right to go for a foul as well. Yeah. James Belshaw forward. Collected by Archie Collins in search of Sam Nombe. Great battling from the number 10 wins the ball for Exeter City and earns a free kick and a yellow card another one now comes up from the referee number six Sam Finley has been booked the second one now and great movement from Sam Nombi to reach the ball keeps it well and wins a free kick for his team yeah Nombi did really well I'm been really impressed with him today's work great especially always trying for those long balls forward extra playing and there it was pitmised by that hold up play right out on the wing and she draws the foul which draws the yellow card for Sam Nombe plays it left Sam Nombe plays it to Jack Sparks who's in a crossing position beats his man Jack Sparks left footed in search of Jake Caprice comes back for Devani Brown edge of box who shoots a call for a handball from the crowd Jack Sparks Wins uh, throw in for Exeter City. A great chance there for Giovanni Brown at the edge of the box. Handball potentially, Alex? Couldn't check from our angle. We're side on here. I don't know, to be honest. Shouts on the crowd, but they're always going to appeal for everything, aren't they? Brown had a bit of time on the edge of the area. Got his shot off. Not much more he could have done. We'll have a look after the game, I suppose, at half-time. But for now, right to the referee, I've got to say. But Josh Key loses out to Aaron Collins. And, and commits a foul in the centre of the pitch. A yellow card will be handed out to Josh Key, a first one for an extra player this afternoon. It's got to be said, well deserved and a great movement. Absolutely right, cool, yeah, from the referee. Collins on the counter attack, he's at very dangerous, the Aaron Collins. Completely sore through the defence on the counter attack. Right then from Josh Key, it's one of those sort of good yellow cards to get. Stops the counter attack, stops all the momentum, allows Exeter to regroup defensively. Indeed, Alex. Aaron Collins has been very good today. Similarly to Sam Nombe, both number 10s have demonstrated excellent holding up play. 
Archie Collins battling it out with Marquise. And a shot will come in from Jordan Rossiter. Had took a deflection on its way, which slowed down the pace. And Jamal Blackman easier to collect that. Yeah, it was quite tame here, was it, from Rossiter? He seemed to have a little bit of space in the edge of the area. Got worried for a second. But alas, a sort of a half block came in from Exeter. Allowed to dribble into the hands of Blackman quite comfortably. And the referee blows the half-time whistle. It's nil-nil here at St. James Park. Any initial thoughts, Alex, on the first half? Not much has really happened, has it? Exeter looking for those long balls for, especially early on down those channels. Struggled to find any sort of consistent possession over the attacking third. With sort of non not quite winning those one-on-ones quite often enough. Rovers, look at that counter-attack. Aaron Collins seems to be really dangerous when they launch those after Exeter's corners especially. But neither team getting a real hold of this game yet. Exeter nil, Bristol nil. Yeah, as you mentioned, Exeter do need to be careful on the counter-attacks. They seem to have been causing problems for the Grecians today. But Exeter City themselves, Matt Taylor's men, have been moving really nicely through those channels. Sam Nombe and Jay Stansel playing very well in, to keep the balls in play, winning a couple of free kicks early in the half as well. 0-0 here at St. James Park, hoping for more in the second half. Exeter City will be kicking towards that the, that big bank, that packed out big bank. Could that assist the Grecians, Alex? Always does. No, it's the most I've ever seen the big bank packed out. Not a space in there. Always going to help the boys when they've got a, a full crowd waiting for them at the other end. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. 15 minutes now for the teams to relax at half-time. We'll be back to bring you coverage of the second half. You're listening to Expression FM Sport. Teams make their way back to St. James Park. And we're about to get underway in the second half. No changes at half-time, as it seems. And Bristol Rovers will now be kicking towards the St. James Road end. Exeter City will be kicking towards the Big Bank. Aaron Collins gets us underway. Ball now, Josh Key to Sam Nombe. Chance now for Exeter on the counter. Giovanni Brown with the ball. Edge of box beats his man. Giovanni Brown plays it to Jay Stansfield. Right-footed back into the penalty area. Cleared away now for Bristol, but a great chance for Exeter early in the second half, Alex. Yeah, that's what you need to get. Give, some, give Giovanni Brown a little bit of space, and that's what can happen. We said first half that he was getting close by two or three men early on. This time he had a little bit of that space, a little bit of time and create a chance for Stano who should have got a shot off earlier. Throw in now from Jake Caprice to Giovanni Brown. Giovanni Brown keeps the ball in play to Josh Key, tries to beat his man, loses out, but a throw in for Exeter City. The attack will continue. Pierce Sweeney now, right footed to Josh Key. Josh Key, Josh Key, tries to beat, beats two defenders on his left foot. Josh Key, blocked away, wins the corner for Exeter City. But what a move from Exeter City's fullback. We saw him do that many times this season and last season. Once again, skips past two defenders onto his left foot, blocked away by Bristol. Another chance for Exeter from this corner. Yeah, Josh Key did really to find that position, didn't he? Not much more he could have done. Bristol got the blocks in really well. Draw the corner to Exeter. It comes in from Brown. Corner comes in from Brown. Second one he's taken today. Ball back and here's Sparks. Deflected and wide and another corner kick for Exeter. Great ball in from Giovanni Brown, his second corner of the game and a forefront for Exeter. Ball played back to Raheem Harper, who laid it off for Jack Sparks and deflected for another corner. Great chance for the Grecians. Now Sweeney 
Playing it to Archie Collins. Archie Collins to Josh Goose, put under a lot of pressure here. Plays it back to Jamal Blackman, who clears it to safety. But an interception, a really good one there. And a great tackle from Archie Collins, but lost away again by Giovanni Brown. And a free ball to Aaron Collins, who's in a shooting position. Aaron Collins, left-footed. But a great save from Jamal Blackman. Save hands from the goalkeeper. Once again, very worrying. Lost out by Giovanni Brown. And an interception again. Another attack for Bristol. Exeter do need to be careful in these midfield areas, haven't they? Yeah, they can't afford to get a possession like that. We've seen Rovers all game long. We keep mentioning it. They'll go there on the counter-attack. And if you lose it in midfield cheaply, that's going to allow them to bounce immediately. As they do here with Ryan Loft. Yeah, once again an interception and a ball again with Aaron Collins left footed cross and a goal for Bristol Rovers no offside given and we saw it coming a goal for John McQuiz 1-0 to the away side once again Exeter City losing it and a counter attack from Bristol Rovers a great interception for Sam Finley playing it to Aaron Collins who crosses it left footed in search of the number 9 and John McQuinn's tapping it home. 1-0 for the away side. Yeah, just got it over this so as well. Rovers look deadly on the counter-attack. We, we were just saying how actually just stopped this position in the midfield. They do exactly that as we're chatting about it. That allows Collins to ball through. And lovely ball across the net from Collins. Finds, I think it's Ryan Loft. Is it Loft or Marquis? Who ended up scoring at the far post. It's having to almost empty net. Exeter nil, Rovers won. Yeah, Exeter do go behind. There's still 30 minutes to go in this game. But what seemed to be a promising half for the Grecians ended up in the Bristol Rovers goal. Yeah, exactly. Exeter have been dominant all the, all the second half. But if you can't stay defensively sound, you're not going to win games. Leaving just Hartford at the back alone quite often does not seem to be working for Exeter at the moment. And a substitution for Exeter City, their first of the game. Harry Smith comes to replace Jay Stansfield. Understandable, really. Exeter needs some fresh personnel up front to overturn this game. Yeah, they really do. They need something else, don't they? Stanley's been all right, but they need something else to change up front. I think he's obviously to take about the three so far today. And another counter-attack may come in from Bristol Rovers. Collins, but great defending from Jake Caprice. And maybe something for Exeter to create. Archie Collins looking for Sparks, left-footed. Cross comes in, blocked away by Anthony Evans. And a foul and a penalty given. Jack Sparks has won a penalty for Exeter City. The initial cross blocked very well by Ryan Loft. But Jack Sparks was quick to recover, keep the ball in play and brought down with no class by Ryan Loft. A penalty for Exeter City, a chance for Giovanni Brown to get his seventh goal of the season and make it 1-1. Stupid penalty go away. There's no need to see that penalty at all. Sparks let the ball go out for a corner under pressure from Rovers, the, the Rovers player there. But he slides in stupidly. Look, he's not even sliding, he pulls him down as Sparks is trying to shepherd the ball out. Unnecessary, really. One of the more shoe penalties you see this year. 
Yeah, Aaron Evans will be rethinking that for a while if Giovanni Brown can convert this penalty kick. A goal that has been needed. A goal that perhaps has been coming. Giovanni Brown with his left foot in front of the big bank where he is at home. Giovanni Brown against James Belshaw. James Belshaw didn't have much to do in this game so far. Will now face a great penalty taker, really. Giovanni Brown has scored all his penalties this season. Giovanni Brown, left-footed. Goal! Giovanni Brown, one all for Exeter City. A great penalty. Giovanni Brown scores his third penalty in two games. Once again, into the goalkeeper's left corner with his left foot. A great penalty from the Jamaican to carry on the amazing form he had over the last couple of games. It's Exeter City 1, Bristol Rovers 1, and how much the Big Bang enjoys this. Yeah, the Big Bang absolutely erupted as a result of that penalty. A great pen from Brown, as it's got to be said. Keeper went the right way. Nothing can be done, though, to stop Brown's penalty burying in the bottom right corner. Beautiful stuff. And as you said, the Big Bang just absolutely exploded with an equaliser. And it's with Aaron Collins now for Bristol. A very ambitious ball. And a very clumsy challenge from Pierce Sweeney, who attempted to clear the ball to safety. A collision between Pierce Sweeney's foot with Aaron Collins's head. Pierce Sweeney very lucky to get away with it. A yellow card handed out to Exeter City's captain. Could have been a red, Alex. Yeah, it could have been. He said it was clumsy from Sweeney. He's got away with that a little bit, but you see what you can get, I suppose. But Sweeney, he's still talking with the ref now. I think just walk away, take the yellow card, and get back in position for the next free kick. Yeah, Pierce Sweeney still having a conversation with Declan Bourne. A bit risky there, having almost been sent off. And Anthony Evans to take the free kick, right-footed. Anthony Evans, ball into the box. Great header, but wide of the target. Jamal Blackman saw it coming all the way. But once again, it was Bobby Thomas with the header. Great effort. Not quite on target, though, to worry Jamal Blackman. Similarly to the first half, the game broken into small episodes with fouls and throw-ins, isn't it, Alex? I, I think it's starting to get a little bit more loose now. Both teams start, or well, extra, especially starting to get really dominant possession. Everything that Bristol goal... They've not had a huge amount, they've had like any chances really of note. Exeter forcing the territory into the Rovers' half, but a long before comes from the gas now. Yeah, Harry Smith plays it to Giovanni Brown in search of Nombe. Oh, and the keeper's made a mess of it. Sam Nombe's clear on goal. And Sam Nombe makes it 2-1 for Exeter City. An awful error by James Belshaw. We saw it many times today when the goalkeeper left the 18-yard box to play a bit of sweeper-keeping. And this has finally cost him. Sam Nombi, who's been exceptional in holding up play, saw the error, ran in behind James Belshaw and caught the ball and scored his second goal in two games. Yeah, that's it's poor from Belshaw. All you can say there, it's a long way over the top. I'm not sure who from, but it bounces, literally bounces over Belshaw's head. It's, it's, it's all the goalkeeper's fault. He has to blame him for it, I'm afraid. Bounced over his head, and Nombe can't believe his luck. It takes one touchdown, just dribbles it down, takes it out, and just passes into the net. Two, one up. Next, let's go. Yeah, substitution welcome in for Bristol as well. Luke McCormick makes way for Sylvester Jasper. But talking of that goal again, 
Harry Smith did great to bring the ball down and then a very ambitious ball by Giovanni Brown in search of Sam Nombe but as you said Sam Nombe couldn't believe his luck when James Belshaw misjudged the bounce allowing the number 10 to score his second goal in two games. A great response from Exeter having conceded and they're now 2-1 up. Oh, Sam Nombe, I mean, it's going to say Giovanni Brown, goal and assist today. 12 for the league now, goal contributions, proving why he's so invaluable to this team. Another goal for Sam Nombe as well. Obviously, we do remember him missing quite a bit of last season through to injuries. He's got, he's got two goals in two games, as I said. And great response. I've always been really impressed by Nombe. His work rate is second to none, really. Last year he didn't get the goals to match that, but this year he started excellently and is seeking those rewards now with a goal today, proving why he's such a good striker. Yeah, five minutes to go now. Blackman's not going to rush this whatsoever. As the rain starts to come down here in Exeter, Blackman saunters over, is probably the best to describe it, to his byline. Plays the ball a few times on the ground, let's say, and prepares to clear it. Exeter not going to be any rush at all for the rest of this game. Yeah, very different weather conditions, as you mentioned, on the contrary with the beginning. But headed back down, Giovanni Brown, edge of the box! And a great save by James Belshaw. I don't think Giovanni Brown expected that. It was a long throw-in, and the ball came to him after a deflection. A mishead by the defender. Giovanni Brown shot on target, deflected, and a great save by Belshaw. Yeah, it was a mistake from the defender. Gave it straight to Giovanni Brown, who brought it down really well quickly onto his left foot. And Belshaw, I've got to say, makes up, makes up for his error earlier. Most goalkeepers, that's going in, I reckon. Gets down really quickly to his left-hand side. Gets hands to it, pushes it away as well, out of danger. Great keeping from Belshaw there. Only one substitute still from Exeter City. It doesn't seem like more will come in this closing stages. Maybe one in stoppage time. I, I don't know. If you look, if you look at on the bench, who are you bringing on? Matt Jay potentially, but that means taking off Nombeo Brown. Both are excellent today. Chalke, Cox, Borges, none of them got massive experience. You want those big game players on the pitch right now as they're going to add a time in the next 10 seconds. Absolutely, and just 20 seconds to go in normal time. The fourth official preparing now with the board. And a foul committed by Choski. I did think Ryan Loft went down a bit too easily there. I absolutely agree. I think he just slipped on the surface and sold out as a foul and got away with it. But last chance saloon really now, as that's the 90 minutes up now. And we find out there's five minutes of added time. Five. Oliver Bickle with five minutes of added time. The fourth official indicating maybe a bit too much, Alex. I, I do agree. I mean, I know, I know we've had three goals in this second half. But even then, I mean, obviously, apart from those few goals, I reckon three would be my shout. But I've got to go with the referee. I do agree. But absolutely, Exeter City now have got to defend five minutes for Bristol Rovers to try and equalise. And a counter-attack now. And the Traveller pass, which actually does go through. And here's Sylvester Jasper against Jay Caprice. Caprice holding him. A 1-2 there. Jasper against Archie Collins. Ball into the box. And a goal. And a goal for Bristol Rovers. A goal for Bristol Rovers. 2-2. The away side have equalised. A great one-two there between Jasper, Sylvester Jasper, and the cross came in. I think that I was think Ryan, Ryan Loft scoring. I think scoring. it's Ryan Loft scoring. It's, it's such good play from Sylvester Jasper. He plays a one-two, one of the midfielders that I think is Sam Finley plays a one-two with, gets on the line, gets around the outside of Jake Caprice, and a lovely dink into the middle. For Ryan Loft there, unmarked, 
poor defence from Exeter, you've got to say, loft unmarked and buries the header past Jamal Blackman. Exeter City 2, Bristol Rovers 2. A substitution as well, Aaron Collins, who for me was Bristol's best player of today's game. I agree. Aaron Collins has been excellent today, I have to say. A goal, uh, assist earlier in the game, making his presence known and shows why he's been their best top goal scorer and top assist so far this year. Influential in this Bristol Rovers team and has arguably got them a point today, especially in that first half. Yeah, Alfie Kilger, the defender who started last week against African Stanley for Bristol Rovers, now comes on probably to solidify that back line in the closing stage. It seems like Bristol Rovers will definitely settle for a draw. Absolutely, they will do. As you said, Kilgore comes on, but it's not over yet. But a free kick will be given. Definitely a last chance for Exeter City. It is now just out of the Rovers' half. Archie Collins was slightly tripped there. I think right decision there to make advantage from the referee as well. But yeah, she said last chance now. I don't know who we do. It's quite a deep ball. So they're going to have to... I don't know who's going to cross it in. Hartridge maybe? Sweeney? No, they're in the middle. What would be Jack Sparks? I yeah, Sparks or Collins, I think it is. Stood over it. Yeah, I don't think Collins will. No, Collins walked away from it. claim to the ball. It's Jack Sparks, right arm in the air, left-footed. Ball into the box. Hartridge is climbing. Ball out for a throw-in. And the referee blows the full-time whistle. It's ended here at St. James Park. Exeter City 2. Bristol Rovers too. Perhaps a disappointing outcome having gone in front 2-1 but I think a fully deserved draw for both teams really. I agree. Yeah, Exeter disappointed not to hold on to the wing in the position they were in in the 92nd minute but I think a draw is a fair result. Two, I think maybe 1-1 one, one would be my prediction off the base of that game but 2-2. Two, two. Both teams are going to be fairly happy offensive performance but Exeter will be killing themselves after being so dominant early on. And that's like an like half at least anyway. We'll be back at St. James Park to bring you coverage of Exeter City's clash and the Papa John's trophy against the Southampton under-21s. Yeah, a great result for Bristol Rovers to overturn their run of bad form and a good result for Exeter City. More points to the tally, allowing them to settle in that mid-table position. But that's it for tonight. It's ended Exeter City 2, Bristol Rovers 2.